Two Humorous Nurses would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record the podcast, the Yorty Ordination. We pay our respects to the Elders past and present and extend that respect to other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders who are listening today. Always was, always will be. Two Humorous Nurses, Kelly and Alicia. The podcast that gives back. Welcome back to Two Humorous Nurses, where we plan to bring you funny, informal, conversational chat about all things nursing. Season three, baby. Season three. Do you know, in sitcoms and stuff, season three is when shit starts to get really good. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in it. Yeah, this is it. Yep. Manifest. Um... (gasps) I'm so proud of us. Season three. I can't believe we're still doing this. We've had a really... 2021 was rough for the podcast, I reckon. Like, a lot was happening. Well, you had a baby. We had... COVID shit. Yeah, it was just hard. Zoom and inconsistent. And it was just like... I don't know. I feel like... uh, This is a good year. I already feel good about this year. And today we have an episode just for all of those nursing (laughs) students that have been listening to us for the last 18 months, I guess, and who are finally about to embark on their nursing career or maybe, you know, well, they're officially, I guess. Yeah, you probably all got your registration now. Hmm. I imagine a lot. Do we have a lot of EN students? I think so. Yeah, I think we have a few as well. But I guess this is more probably specific to grads. So uh, the 2022 grads, but, yep. you know, also still good to listen if you're a student. Yeah, and I mean, even if you are an EN, it's just really nursing's nursing. Yeah, that's true. So I guess whether you got that grad program of your dreams or you're starting somewhere you might not have thought you'd be, um, we're going to bring you some reassurance that you will going to make it through. You will. going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> starting the season off well. Mm. You're going to make it through. And you're all going to be good nurses. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember I got the sh- like I was convinced that my rotation was so shit when I got my mm. grad program. I was being sent out to like one of the, um, I guess, off-site campuses in oh, the middle yeah. of nowhere. And it was like dodging kangaroos on your way to work <laughs> in the morning. And there were no doctors. Like the doctor would do a round on a Tuesday morning or something. Oh. <laughs> And so I took all of my annual leave when I was there. Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter because you can just, like, I in the end I realised, like, I'll just learn to take blood and do wounds yeah, and right. um, do in-charge shifts because the patients are all fine. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them just waiting oh. for nursing yeah. home or <laughs> renos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. So, I mean, we asked a few of um, these students and the, you know, 2022 grads who listened to us to answer some questions. And we're going to go through some of that today. And we're also going to offer up some advice from the seasoned, semi-cooked nurses as well. <laughs> semi-cooked. Well, I mean, you can take that whatever way you want. Mate, I've been cooked for a long time. <laughs> Plus, we'll give you a little too humorous nurses humor. Well, Kelly reckons we've got some witty advice. That's what. I mean, we're all, <laughs> that's in the always, script. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let's start with some grads um, that I've ju- I asked put a call out. Ugh. Let's start with... <laughs> Kelly's used all her brain cells in her new job and now she's got nothing left. Oh, I really don't. Ah, radio. So I asked a few of you that are going into your grad programs this year how you feel about it, given you've just spent two, almost two years in a pandemic. Mm. So Alice 
got back to us. I should have written your Instagram handles down. I'm sorry about that. I didn't. Um, she said, honestly, not too bad. I've been working in the ED as a Roos on uh, since October. And as soon as my registration came through, they p- put me on as an RN. Oh, wow. that's so good. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Good on you, Alice. I've had so much support from everyone at my workplace and I actually had my final placement at the same hospital as my grad year, which is also where I'm currently working in ED. Oh, that's so good to go and feeling comfortable. Oh, she says that. I'm feeling pretty comfortable (laughs) with the hospital. The people and the protocols. I go to a surgical ward at the end of Jan, which is where I will be starting my grad year. I'm so keen to get back into ward nursing. As much as I've loved ED, I still love a good ward routine. And that day-to-day communication and connection you get to make with patients as well as watching them progress to be discharged. That is amazing. That is amazing. I think um, one great thing about going from even if you've done some EN work or PCA work like yeah. in one area and then you stay there to as an RN, I think you, your colleagues are bound to support you. They know you and love you, hopefully. Yeah. And um, I think like we, we were like that with Steph when, you know, she started as a ward clerk and then went into her EN and everybody yeah. was super supportive and then her, yeah. like went into her RN. I think like you're supportive of their learning because you know their journey. Yeah. I think. Um, and I think being, um, if you can get a Roos on position, mm. like. Do it. I, don't know, I think that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Not that they get paid much. No. But, but I it's mean, still it's good experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We had Emma say that. Uh, Emma had a mix of feelings, so, so excited, but at the same time, completely terrified. (laughs) Excited to be beginning my career in an area I never thought achievable, especially as a new grad. However, at the same time, terrified and overwhelmed going into an area so niche, high acuity, and an area that university has taught me nothing about. She's going into NICU. Well, as a... That's the rest of your career. NICU (laughs) mum. (laughs) Yeah. I love the nurses in the NICU. Mm. They were my saving grace. So I think just love it. Go in there. And absorb it. as much as yep. you can off those nurses. For sure. Um, and, I mean, uni doesn't teach you lots of things. Don't no. worry about that. <laughs> That's the rest of your career will be yeah. things you didn't learn at uni. <laughs> You'll learn more in your first three months of mm. your grad rotation than uni ever taught you. The only thing I remember from uni really is like one of our assignments was on a turbot t-u-r-b-t <laughs> that was like one of the and a, and a total hip replacement i think with two of the like big case studies we did and and i don't reckon i saw one for months <laughs> until i got into my grad year ah <laughs> oh, this is the one thing we studied i don't even remember i was it I was a long time externally. ago sorry i just did what i had to do the bare minimum <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ruby, she wrote, I'm really excited but also very nervous given the current COVID situation. A lot of grads last year missed out on a lot of education opportunities and were thrown in the deep end. So I'm a little worried about being out of my depth. I think that's so warranted. Oh, yeah. And I'd hope that what – I mean, with our hospital, I can see that even though the group education has kind of dropped off a lot, I feel like the one-on-one support has – kicked up a bit oh yeah yeah like um increase in educator hours and um clinical support staff are on the floor a bit more and i'd hope that other areas are doing the same knowing that the grads can't all be together to be supported or to be educated i'd hope that they're finding a way through that but you don't learn a great deal from those education sessions anyway like a good way to catch up with yeah that's it yeah i think (laughs) get off the ward have a breather Mm. and you'll learn heaps from your in charges like if you can find them at a minute when they're not busy, to ask them a question, I'm sure most of them would be happy to answer them. Yeah. 
I know I'm always happy to get yeah. questions asked by grads and or anyone really. Yeah, me too. Uh, we also wanted to know what fears they might have had going into their grads and um, also what they're most excited to do first. Um, Ruby said that her biggest fear was that she wouldn't be a very good nurse and oh. that her inexperience would result in a bad experience for her patients. It sounds lame, but I'm so excited to wear the <laughs> Navy scrubs. <laughs> that is not lame. That is a, that's a real thing. Yeah. Also saying to my patients, I'll be your nurse today. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, my God. Now I'm like, you're stuck with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited to have my own patient load too because I work as an AIN and it's hard having like a control over oh, patient yeah. care. Mm. Man, the best thing about... Your first patient load or your first couple of days, you think, fuck yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, I know. You know? This is my, I'm an actual nurse. Mm. But then you go, oh, fuck, it's all up to me. (laughs) (laughs) But you, like your colleagues will help you so much. Like they, they have had the rundown on grads over and over and over. Trust me, patients will have a bad experience with nurses that have been 20 plus years and they get that grumpy old orca. They're going to have a way worse experience than with you being bright and bubbly. Yeah. I think just remember that your patient care should be patient-centred. Like that that will make sure that they have a good experience because yeah. they've got a say in their care. I think when you come in the room and go, you're getting up, you're doing this, you're doing that, that's going to result in them having a bad experience. Yeah. Like your lack of skill or experience isn't going to matter because no. you want to learn. That's why you're there. That's right, exactly. Tani wrote, my biggest fear about starting my grad year is definitely the expectation around what I should know compared to what I actually do know. I'm unsure if this is heightened because of the impact of COVID or if it is something that most grads feel in general. I'm also secretly terrified that I will drop a baby. Oh. <laughs> the first time I held Amelia, I thought I was going to drop her. She was like only 1.3 kilos and I was like, so terrified to touch her and hold her and then one of the nurses said to me you can't break her <laughs> you can't break her and I thought oh yeah okay so yeah I but have you're to not um, gonna drop a baby can I tell you you're not gonna <laughs> drop a baby newborns are the best because they don't move yeah but I will tell you a horrible story that my nephew um it was his first birthday and I was holding him and I dropped him in front of a room full of people <laughs> <laughs> and then I went and cried <laughs> I felt so terrible and I was so embarrassed. I'm like, how's anyone going to trust me to be a mother when I <laughs> fully drop this kid on his head? It was dreadful, but his mum was really nice to me. He wouldn't be, wouldn't be the first. That was terrible. Anyway, she's also very excited to have her first neonatal discharge. Not only does this symbolise that I've done something right in the baby's nursing care, but it also means that I've made an impact to a family by helping their child be strong enough to survive out in the world. That is cool. Yeah. I remember how excited the nurses got when I came in on the morning they said that I could take Amelia home and like I walked because you used to have to buzz in and they would say who you were and when I walked in I knew something was going on because they were all crowded around and they are like I they literally like cheered as I walked in and I was like what's happening what's happening (laughs) they're like you can go home and I was like no thanks no (laughs) (laughs) how long had she been there at that point um couple of weeks yeah right yeah yeah long enough for you to get comfortable there yeah well comfortable I was like making myself at home (laughs) oh that will be amazing yeah I want to hear about it when um yeah when you have that first discharge I want to hear all about it Alice says I think my biggest fear about starting as a grad is doing something so completely stupid and the other nurses just thinking I'm dumb (laughs) and not good enough to be an RN 
I know everyone says don't worry about mistakes, everyone's learning, but there's still a huge part of me that's very nervous about not knowing something or making a bad, silly mistake. Um, I just want to say there that everyone is a beginner at some point. Yep. And just don't be and so effing if you hard are on a yourself. Beginner, not a beginner, mistakes happen. We yeah, are exactly. literally humans. We yep. are not infallible. And then she goes on to say, I think that on top of that, starting a grad year during a pandemic where I had minimal practice lab opportunities throughout the second and third year of my degree also makes me super, super nervous. And now with the whole Code Brown situation, (laughs) that just adds even more pressure and stress. I'm most excited to get paid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds very materialistic, but unpaid placements during a pandemic really hit hard. I I hear my first paycheck. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go buy a car. (laughs) Not that you can buy a car with your first paycheck because I think mine was like $1,200 or $1,400 or something. And, um, yeah, but it was enough for a little bit of a deposit for a car. So I bought a brand-new Hyundai i30. I bought a Hyundai... I-32 was oh, my bullshit. first car. Well, it wasn't my first car. But it was the first car that oh, I ever bought for, brand new. It was my first car that I ever bought myself. Oh, yeah. yeah that's so cool. Yeah. Um, I just think that the pandemic does suck. The Code Brown situation is not ideal, but it's also not your responsibility. No. So don't go in there feeling pressure to pick up extra shifts. No, don't be doing that shit. To do anything like go settle in. You might be redeployed from where you might be thinking you're going because yeah. of staffing issues. But take it in your stride, ask Mm. questions. And if someone wants you to do overtime, honest to God, please say no in those Mm. first few weeks because you're going to be wrecked. I remember coming home sleeping after almost every shift because (laughs) I was like, this is a lot. I stupidly did full time for my grad year. So so, I was. Well, I had no choice. These days, they do 0.8. I'm like, some of them do 0.6 too. Oh, I'd kill (laughs) too. But yeah, I did mine full time thinking, I'm going to be a full time shift worker. What an idiot. What an idiot. But um, I want to say too, and be upfront about what you don't know, because the people yep. who are secretive about the shit they don't know, is da- that's dangerous. Yeah. So just be upfront when if someone asks you to do something that you don't know, it goes back to basics. You know, um, look up the policy, tell them that you don't actually know yep. how to do it, or you you know you'd rather watch one or be involved, yep. have someone support you, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, because, yeah. Just yeah. Don't pretend because that don't is pretend. bullshit. And this pandemic is not – you are not the new nurses coming in to make it better. Yeah. So don't don't feel like that. Yeah, well, exactly I mean, right. it's safe for us to stay yeah. here, but good luck. Um, <laughs> we also put it out to some of our overcooked nurses to give us some words of encouragement and general advice to you guys because, like, it is shit going into, into a grad year at the best of times, let alone now. So I've got a few here. One says – I think it's Amina – you will make mistakes, but that doesn't mean you're a bad nurse. It's simply how we learn. Uh, Mel Chuck said, and I love this, nursing is a 24-7 profession. Don't sweat it if you can't always get everything done. Mm-hmm. Hand it over to the next shift. Mm. Just tell them. Yeah. It's 24-7. Straight up. Mate, 24-7. Emily Van Donk said, you can only push shit uphill so far, yeah. <laughs> meaning you can only help a patient who wants help. Exactly. So true. Exactly. Uh, and if you do happen to get stuck on night shift, Georgia has written, or Georgie, sorry, has written, the best team building is done at 4am when everyone is a bit delirious. <laughs> that is so true. And that is true. The best stories I ever told were on night shift. Yeah. <laughs> That's why this Absolutely. podcast sort of came about. <laughs> I feel like somehow your night shift buddies end oh. up being like your best friends. Yeah. You can just, you feel, I think the first people I told I was pregnant were oh, was on night shift. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Of course. laughs> 
so funny. And I would have only been like seven weeks pregnant or something. Yeah. And I would have told him, I'm like, you can't tell anyone. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've told everyone on night shift. <laughs> um, Ingrid Piper said, treat your patients like how you would want your family to yes. be treated. And I totally, I go by that too. Yeah. And I think I if say, this was my grandma. No, my yeah. Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I think if this was my grandma, how would I feel about this situation? Yeah. Or, you know, and I think you've got to think like that when you're advocating as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I got another one. Make sure to debrief. Helps you not feel so alone and burnt out. And by debrief, we don't necessarily mean you have a traumatic event like a met call or an arrest and then you need to debrief. It could literally be debriefing after your shift. Just have a cigarette. Call. <laughs> <laughs> have a gym. Call your nursing student buddies who are grads too and mm. say, oh my God, you sh- the shift I had today was so full of shit. Mm-hmm. Literal shit, my patient has CDF. You know, mm. they're the shifts that you need to debrief yeah, over. Absolutely. Or like when there's issues with management and you don't want to talk to anyone exactly. at your work about it. Or or you think your roster sucks and yeah. you don't have the balls to stand yeah. up to anybody. <laughs> don't And don't put that shit on Facebook either. No. Do not mm. air your grievances. grievances on Facebook. Danger, Will Robinson. Send us a message. Yeah, just, yes, to. absolutely. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll post it anonymously. <laughs> And get your get support that way. <laughs> Chelsea Buckley's written um, all the beautiful sisters and brothers, nurses, male nurses, <laughs> and everyone you in meet between along the way, and also the money. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, once you start nursing for a while, the money starts getting good. The money's good. <laughs> uh, two Aussie nurses who I think they have um, they have a podcast. They have a podcast. They've put self care plus. Only say yes to overtime if you want to do it. Teamwork equals dream work and never say the Q word. Mm-hmm. You need to know what the Q word is? Don't, Don't ask. ask us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's so funny. <sighs> um, what, what's your word of wisdom? Mine? Yeah, come on, you're a wise old owl. Mine is take your breaks. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, Busy Being Brooke said that too, take your breaks. She? Yep. Yeah, so I, and I'm really big on this and I probably am not the best advocate for myself anymore. Although lately, even in our little unit, if we've got patients running over lunch, Sarah and I have gone into like our little sitting area with the door open and just said to them, we're eating our lunch, call out if you need us. We're literally right there. Yeah. But I think even if you can't, you don't think you've got 30 minutes to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Go anyway. Find 10 minutes. Yeah. It's not your patient, honest to God. Your patient's not going to die in that 10 minutes. If they do, you probably should have been on to them earlier than that. Well, anyway. and you're not getting paid, so. No, do it. <laughs> and my other thing is write your notes early. So yeah. if you've got all your personal care done, you've got all your meds done, you've got all your OBS done and it's 10.30 or 11 and you're just hanging out waiting to do your lunchtime meds, write your notes. Yeah. Because if anything changes, you can go back and write more. Yeah, obviously don't write them ahead of time, like for stuff you haven't done yet. No, but you can, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, write the bulk of it. Plan, yeah, so absolutely. If, you can write, you, you don't need to write a lot in your notes anyway, unless no. you're in like a crit care area. But you can write the bulk of like what you've done, and then later you can just add go one back. or two lines because if you, you need to. Because you don't want to get to three o'clock. And be and sitting down writing six lots of notes. Fucking hell. And I, there's no such thing as being on overtime to write your notes. So 
I, will, I don't like signing off on people's overtime if you're just there to write your notes. No, you absolutely. Done it no, exactly that right. hour you spent talking at the desk, yeah. write your notes at the same time. Yeah, exactly right. Multitask. Two things. Write your notes early and go to your break. Yeah, that's good. What's yours? Oh, God. We know this is off the cuff of our head it too because we didn't talk about this before. I would say only learn what you have to. Like, it sounds stupid. But but don't go like trying to look at ECGs and trying to learn because at the end of the day it doesn't matter unless you've got a patient who's in rapid AF and they're on a monitor or something and you need to know the difference between rapid AF and AF. You're not going to need to know that. Well, you don't. Like, I mean, that's why you have senior nurses. And doctors. (laughs) And doctors, exactly. So, I mean, just learn what you need to. I think go easy on yourself is kind of the gist of that. Like we get a lot of grads and students really getting ahead of themselves like and it's great to be confident and I'm so happy that they feel that they're ready to do that. But I'm like, consolidate the stuff that you are going to need today, tomorrow and the next yeah. day. And then look at ECGs in a year when – or, 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 or not at all. <laughs> you know, I, that's, well. that's what I, I guess <laughs> because it's frustrating to me when someone will come to me and say, oh, can you explain this ECG to me? And I think, yeah, I could spend an hour or yeah. 15 minutes explaining this to you, but it's not really – beneficial to you like it's better off you going to learn about the right wound dressing for this wound than how to do uh an assessment on somebody yeah or how to spot a deteriorating patient because Because that matters yeah um i reckon it was nurse mill i saw on her stories the other day she's doing actually heaps of good stuff at the moment around grad so Mm -hmm. it's nurse underscore mil she also has podcasts of her own too which is very (laughs) like everybody has a podcast now (laughs) Um, if we were your inspiration, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but she had a shift where she called a met call on a patient because a, it met, he met or she met criteria, mm-hmm. but also because she was concerned. She'd had this patient for multiple days and was concerned about it. And that her calling that met call resulted in that patient having emergency surgery that mm-hmm. night. So trust your gut. Yeah, it goes trust back to gut. our um, Nurses Instinct episode that Absolutely. we did. Absolutely. Yeah. And I thought, I, was, I read that or watched her story and I thought, like, she's just finished her grad program mm-hmm. or finishing it now. Mm-hmm. So she's still new and she had the balls to do that. And I just think, good on you. Like, mm. you know, you know, and even at the end of the day, if you call the met call and the doctors come and they're like, oh, we'll just need a bit more fluid or mm-hmm. they need this drug and really the patient's okay. You still haven't lost anything. It's and the patient's had a massive assessment and like... You know, that's not going to hurt the patient. Absolutely. And it's not going to hurt you. No. Because somebody it. else writes those notes. You don't, yeah. write, the, <laughs> you don't write those notes. No, I think it's great. And another um, support uh, that I stumbled across as well is one of our other followers, uh, Nurse Holly. Um, she has set up a space on Facebook for new grads that are going into this year. It's called the Big Nurse Program. Um, and it's I love this. It's a safe and inclusive space for all Australian graduate nurses of 2022 to debrief, decompress and share their victories. Within the group, there are a few senior nurses as mentors and nurses who have just completed their program um, as group experts who will be able to help answer questions, offer advice and support. Um, the two key points that they've she sort of has said that they're around is that no question is a dumb question and no victory is a small victory. Love it. Um, as part of the program, she's going to have regular debrief sessions via video call where she'll facilitate discussions on particular topics. 
um, question and answer time and give grads a chance to tell us all about their week at work, their wins, their losses and anything else they need. Sometimes it can be super hard to talk about these things with non-clinical friends and family Mm -hmm. and despite their best efforts, they just don't understand. And they don't care. No, it means (laughs) nothing to them. (laughs) (laughs) So you can search for the group on Facebook. It's called Big Nurses Support Program, um, Graduates by Nurse Holly. Uh, or a link in her Instagram bio, and it's at nurseholly underscore underscore. We will tag her in our show notes, mm-hmm. um, and I, if I can work out how to put a link to the Facebook group, I will. I just want to say this is such a fantastic like resource and yeah. such a good community that's um, being created for you all. Just a reminder, have a look at your social media policy with work. Make sure that you would be happy for anything that you write in there to be screenshotted and sent to your employer because Because it happens. It does. Yeah. And also I think that um, she had one of her first video calls last night and I was going to jump on just to have a look and see what it was all about but I had the worst day today. (laughs) We don't want to talk to Kelly about uh, that day. I had to debrief with her. Like, would you have a my tile yeah. <laughs> uh, and a bit of a cry? So that's fine. But um, yeah, I think good on you, Holly. Yeah, I wish amazing. There was something like that around when I was a grad. Absolutely. Because I floundered <laughs> when I was a grad, <laughs> and I'd been at AED for ten years, mate. I was nearly ready to quit. So I have this image of you like walking, like looking and blinking, like yeah. like, like <laughs> I wish I need to find a gif that does that. Like. Um, I mean at the end of the day every nurse was once you know in your shoes like everybody is a beginner at some point in their life Um, so despite the shiny new stethoscope and the navy blue scrub (laughs) you probably will cry in the bathroom or you'll hide um, what is it Uh, we (laughs) so one of the girls in our like we have a work like, well, it's not really work. It's just like our friendship Snapchat. Yeah. And we get a snap from one of our girlfriends in full PPE hiding in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> hiding from you just need five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if you do find yourself hiding and crying every shift, you probably need to do something about that. Yes. Talk to your manager or, you know, a, a nurse you trust. I guess actually that would be one – if I could give one more piece of advice, Kelly – I would say like find your person on the Absolutely. ward. Find someone yeah. who you respect and whose work you like, like you like the quality of their work and kind of like a mentor or somebody yeah. that you could see um, that their values kind of align with yours or the way that they work, yeah. you know, that you, that's kind of inspiring to you. I think you definitely need to have a safe person at your work, even if it's just one person yeah. and um, sure. try and get on all their shifts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're finally nurses. All Look your out. training has paid off. You've got a job. I hope. If you don't have a job, just keep looking. You'll Give us fine. a call because we need some yeah. <laughs> we need some stuff. <laughs> I say that, but I'm not going back to work till no. April. <laughs> um, and despite the pandemic and tired, grumpy nurses everywhere, it is a really bloody good job. I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine doing anything else. I could. I'd like to be a full-time podcaster. I'd if like listener, to be in musicals. I'd like to be no. a vet, actually. So one of the nurses that I worked with um, back like a long time ago, she's studying to be a vet now. Oh. She's almost about to be a vet. She's like, I love animals more than people. And sometimes that's very true. And if you love animals more than people, probably go into theatre because they're all asleep. I think being like Dr. Pimple Popper would be pretty cool. Oh, I could yeah. do that job. I could My also... friend Elise wanted to become a doctor, <laughs> right? Because she just wanted to be a dermatologist because you make a shit ton of money. 
without doing anything too gross. Yeah, I think that's why people become radiologists as well because they don't they don't have the stomach. Nurses. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm in the wrong industry. I could be a chiropractor. I like the sound of my neck when it cracks. Oh, no, nah, I'd vomit. I can't watch any of those things. <laughs> like popping noise. Oh, my God. It's the best. Oh, it it's so crunchy. Like, like full body chills. I went last week and I was like, uh, he cracked my neck and I was like, that was good. No. Oh, that makes me sick. What if he like cracked your neck and you became a paraplegic? Then I'd get lots of money and you would be my full-time nurse. not wipe your ass. You would. Oh, I'd put Okay, listen. I'm not <laughs> um, also... If you are really struggling or or really excited about something cool that you did or really even if you just want to say hi, our DMs are always open. <laughs> Kelly checks them more regularly than I do, but um, I do try and have a look. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very inspiring. <laughs> not very you know what? I'm going to look at them. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're probably better to get me than Alicia, probably. to be honest. She's but yeah, wiser. please, if you... I'm the worst messenger ever. Yeah. <laughs> Honest to God, she is. <laughs> Do you know, you sent me a text today and it came in the car and it was like, oh, um, you know, I'll get you Subway if you want. Uh, I'll be there at 12.45. And my car lets me like send some responses. Oh. And so they're like, <laughs> one of them is, can you call me? And the other one is like, no and yes. Oh. And then there's one, I'll be there soon. And I thought, if I just say no, or there was one that says, okay. Oh. And I was very close to just being like, okay. And then I was like, no, I'm already so shit at texting. <laughs> She's going to look at that and be like, is she, what? Is she mad is or she something? Like, <laughs> so I didn't do that. I just chose not to reply at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, please DM us if you're, if you're struggling and you've got no one. Or yeah. if you've done something fucking amazing. Yeah. Or not even, it doesn't even have to be amazing, but you think it's amazing. Can I tell you God, something? Send it to us. There was a nurse that I worked with who was, I'm sorry, Bev, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're not. She was quite senior when I worked with her. And I'm talking like past retirement age. And she used to work at this really, really, really old hospital that did like big traumas. And yeah. um, she was in charge on night duty as a second year nurse right, like as a student, and she <laughs> she says that on her first shift in charge in ED on night shift, a man had come in who like blew his face off with a shotgun, oh right, and he was still alive, and the doctor's like, we need an airway, <laughs> and she looked and she's like, I can't find it, <laughs> she's like, his whole jaw was like blown off, yeah. like you could not find an airway she's like I didn't know what to do I just kind of put my hand next to the side of where I thought his jaw might be she's like that's what you do on your first day of in charge on ED oh my god crazy so let us know Please, if, you, if that happens to you yeah I mean yeah. I kind of don't I don't want to know I want to know <laughs> definitely want to know but I hope that didn't scare you off your first day <laughs> I'm sure that won't happen oh, something gross oh just anything like mm. tell us we'll, we'll do a follow-up episode we do love pimple stuff we love anything to yeah. be honest let's face it good um, abscess good abscess good pylonidal sinus good foreign body oh yeah. yeah yeah um thanks for listening to the first episode of 2022 <laughs> Uh, so, I don't know if you know, but if you listen to us on Spotify, you can now rate us. Oi. Uh, so, rate us five stars. Yep. Obviously. Um, and, yeah, follow us on Instagram at two humorous nurses podcast. Or send us an email, humorousnurses at gmail.com. That's humorous like the bone, H-U-M-E-R-U-S. Bye. Bye.